The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, there's a campaign called North American Rebound. Has It's been launched by a prominent cross-border lobby. Uh, the Washington-based Canadian American Business Association wants Canada and the U.S. to join forces for an integrated approach to the new post-pandemic global economy. The campaign is backed by more than 24 business councils, diplomats, and community stakeholders, including the Canadian Chamber of Commerce and Canadian Manufacturing and Exporters. Ken Cobley is the president and CEO of the Alberta Chamber of Commerce. He joins us this afternoon. Hi, Ken. Hi, Jillian. How are you? I'm doing really well, thank you. It's Friday, and I'm uh, I'm counting down to the weekend like a lot of folks, I'm sure. <laughs> no more video um, conferences. No more video conferences, but isn't that something else? We were talking about how maybe more businesses now and employers are are having to turn to virtual hiring, doing that whole hiring process over computers instead of face to face, and that is really something, eh? Is to make sure that you're up to date and you know the tech that you're working with and be comfortable with it, because you, if you're looking uncomfortable, I mean, job interviews can be hard enough, let alone yep. doing it over a computer. Yeah, true. And your best absolutely. friend is the mute, mute button. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, right. Ken, yeah, absolutely. Ken, uh, let's start with this. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Canadian American Business Association, what it is, what what's it all about? Well, you know, the, the uh, CABA, as I understand, is a is a uh, cross-border section of uh, business organizations, Canadian Chamber, for example. Um, anyone who uh, trades into the U.S. and vice versa into Canada I mean, we have a very close relationship with the United States. Uh, trading partners, uh, 80% of Canadian product, not just manufactured goods, goes to the United States. And um, a good portion of their states, we are their number one trading partner mm-hmm. in Canada and various provinces and vice versa. So it's a very important so- organization to, to bring those, I, I guess, those other organizations together with a common voice. So it wants to um, join forces, um, wants, you know, Canada and the U.S. to join forces for an integrated approach to the new post-pandemic global economy. Um, what, what do you think, you know, tops the list in the things that needs to be worked on jointly moving forward? Trade. I mean, um, the USMCA comes into effect on the 1st of July. That was a real hard effort to get that through uh, with mm-hmm. uh, agreements between Canada and the U.S. as to what, and Mexico as to what uh, could flow freely across the borders um, without tariffs or with minor tariffs. That's important to protect. And when you move out of a pandemic such as we're in, um, the issue is some um, governments may look at a more protectionist attitude towards their trade just to protect their own homegrown businesses. The reality is we depend symbiotically on uh, supply chains. I mean, uh, and you take a look at a few of the things that have happened during the pandemic uh, when the president was thinking of limiting N95 exports to other countries. Uh, he had to be reminded that the materials that come for N95 manufacturing comes from Canada. Um, mm-hmm. Other things when he was talking about uh, putting troops on the border when this first broke out to uh, stop U- uh, Canadian steel being dumped into the U.S. Uh, those are just examples uh, what this particular organization and, and all these organizations will do is they will have effectively voices in their own countries talking to their own governments uh, saying, you know what, this particular idea or that particular idea is not good. 
because uh, it'll affect us just as much as them. Um, you know, I've seen numbers as high as 80% of the, of the uh, exports that Alberta sends out um, go across the border into the U.S. states. Mm-hmm. And that's everything from, obviously, oil, natural gas, but it's also agricultural product, products. products. So those are very important and critical issues to our to our economy, and we need people down in the United States who understand this free trade, um, just voicing their opinions to their governments that it's imperative that uh, free trade continues on. Well, yeah, and you know, showing the importance of of the work that this is going to do. But what what, what do you think the challenges might be um, as the two countries work towards recovery, but really are approaching things fairly differently as far as as relaunch and you know how they're handling cases? Yeah. Do you think that there's going to be you know some some big challenges on that front? Well, I think there will be, uh, particularly if the uh, U.S government sees that a particular industry or a particular sector in their economy is suffering, uh, the natural tendency for any government is to uh, put on a tariff which effectively costs their people more to import because their people in fact pay for it. Uh, so I think that's probably the, the most important issue is to keep government on uh, governments on both sides of the border um, reacting to what's good for, I guess, the people to ensure that those supply chains uh, move. Put it bluntly, um, I mean, um, vegetables and fruits. We don't grow a whole lot of vegetables and fruits in northern Canada in the middle of winter. And if uh, government, uh, if the U.S. government decides to restrict um, exports of, of fruit and vegetables, uh, that could be pretty dire consequences for our supply chain. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this all unfolds over the next uh, months and uh, years moving forward. Ken, I wanted to talk to you uh, a little bit uh, as well, just on a, those surveys that uh, that the Chamber has has been doing over the past sure. couple of months. Um, I, I know that there was that survey that was done last month uh, was showing obviously that cash flow was a major problem yeah. for a lot of business owners and, you know, not surprising given what was going on. Um, what are you hearing this month? month now that some of these programs have maybe kicked in i suspect that it's still pretty dire well that's a timely question um and that, for that one i would suggest maybe stay tuned up we've got some anecdotal stories uh and we, yeah. we wanted to circle back with those people who uh responded to our first uh, survey just to find out when the money starts flowing from the government of canada whether that's starting to change their mind uh, i think what you'll see is you'll see a little bit more uh, a little uptick in optimism uh, that businesses are, in fact, going to be able to survive, particularly because the uh, money for the wage subsidy is flowing. Uh, the money for the, as I refer to it, the $40,000 interest-free loan is flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will know uh, what those, how that mood's changed um, this evening, actually, because our, uh, we went out into the field last week uh, just to do an update on the uh, results. And we'll have the results for that survey um, this evening when it closes. But I've seen some of the interim data that's come in, and I have seen a, a, a little bit of a, um, uh, an upward tick on, um, on uh, things like, uh, uh, you know, uh, am I going to be able to survive? You know, we, mm-hmm. we're now into week one of the relaunch at Edmonton. Uh, week one of the relaunch is going to happen in Calgary. Um, and I think we'll, we, we uh, will see that, you know, businesses are getting back into it. Um, there's still the caution of consumer uh, confidence uh, yeah. because it's one thing for a restaurant to reopen at 50% capacity, which is a t- tough decision right there. But uh, consumer confidence is going to be the hugest thing here because 
you can throw open the doors, but if your patrons don't feel it's safe at this point in time to come back for whatever reason, um, it's a perception, and, and in this case, perception becomes their reality. So um, I think businesses will have to, and I think they are, uh, taking the important steps that they need to as, as they've been communicated by the Chief Medical Officer of Health. Um, I think we need to build that process, and that, that's why in last week, in uh, the survey that you mentioned from two weeks ago, there was about a 70% response rate that said they said that wow. the, uh, the rebound would be very slow. Wow, it's uh, it's been interesting to see what has happened over the past week. Certainly in um, in in Edmonton, outside of Brooks and Calgary. Certainly, yep. I mean, some folks are staying home. Uh, a lot of folks are going out. We've seen a number of um, places opening up. Some taking a little bit more, um, you know, wait and see approach. Maybe giving it a couple of more weeks. What do you? How would you rate the relaunch so far, outside of of Calgary and Brooks? What are you, what are you hearing and, and what are you seeing? I, I, you know what? I think it's just like everything else. Um, when you went into this, a lot of people didn't take this very seriously. Coming out yeah. of the re, uh, coming into the relaunch, I think some people are still not uh, taking it seriously. Um, you know, we still have to practice, you know, physical distancing. We have to be, you know, um, I think conscious of of how we're interacting with people. Uh, I know there's a great debate on should people wear, not wear or not wear uh, a mask yeah. when they're out in public. The reality is, a mask will protect other people. Uh, it may not protect you from catching it, but it will certainly protect it from spreading if you have it to other people. And I think that's good advice from the chief medical officer of health. Um, if and and I, at this point, she's not saying that you know it's uh, it's mandatory or it's highly recommended. She's saying if you cannot practice social distancing, um, then you probably should consider putting a mask on. And I think as long as we are are cautious about how we relaunch relaunch how we re- still continue to relate to people it's difficult i'm a hugger um you know it's it's really tough on us huggers um but the reality is i think everybody's got to do their part and be conscious of what they're doing Ken Cobley is the president and ceo of the Alberta Chamber of Commerce joining me uh this afternoon um I wanted to ask you about, I'm wondering if you've done any research, any, you know, in-depth stuff into uh, what kind of numbers we are expecting of businesses who potentially might not make it through this, or do we, do you have any guesstimations on that? Yeah, you know what, the last one, the last survey that we did, and again, that was just, you know, as we were starting to to uh, get into the, the full closures, um, it, it's really not a good number. Um, there were about 20-some percent who said that oh, you know, they, they don't believe that they'll be open. Uh, quite frankly, the largest number was simply, I don't know. Um, and it's I, it, it, yeah, at that point in time, it was, I don't know because I don't know if I'm going to have enough money. I don't know when I'm going to be able to reopen. I don't know if or when staff will come back. I don't know uh, whether um, the people who, you know, buy my product are going to be able to pay the bill or be able to afford the bill. So there was yeah. a lot of unknowns at that period. Uh, I would say, though, uh, that we, with this survey that's closing tonight, we'll probably have a better wrap on what people are now thinking, given that they now know some of the things that are going to happen. There's nothing worse yeah. for confidence than not knowing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, Ken, it, it, it has been fascinating to watch um, what I would call the adaptability of so many businesses. Well, yeah. we've seen a lot of, you know, big box stores announcing that um, they're going out of business. And we have seen, of course, some of the smaller businesses as well. We have seen... Um, Alberta businesses adapt to this on the fly and and I'm not sure you know going into this if they thought that they were going to be as as if it would have as worked as well as it has I mean that's been really something else to see yeah you know what and it has and it's been really hurting and just shows how strong the small business community is when you take a look at the restaurants that pivoted right away to curbside delivery. I live out in Beaumont. My favorite restaurant is Charte. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, they were first <laughs> off the mark with, uh, you know, spinning their whole operation. And that came from, you know, not just the desire to, you know, stay operational, but still the, a major desire because they're all family. They all they all feel like family there. Um, yeah. They're just trying to keep their people employed. So good on them for pivoting. Um, you know, and you see uh, where you have distilleries, you know. Um, like yes. The first one off the mark was in Medicine Hat. Uh, mm-hmm. and the second one off the mark, I think, was in Grand Prairie, where they immediately spun out to, um, you know, producing hand sanitizers. Um, a business such as Wedding Star, uh, which produces and sells all th- worldwide all things related to wedding products, has now, um, and they have a huge installation in Medicine Hat. Uh, they've now pivoted to where they're um, um, uh, making up uh, uh, face masks. They're producing oh, face masks for the mass delivery. So, um, and you, t- you talk about people who, uh, you know, have spun their business to where they're uh, producing uh, protective shields, you know, face masks. Yes. Um, it just shows you how inventive people are um, in the small business community. And it's, it's really heartening to see. And it's heartening to see those folks staying around, producing a product that people need, the, you know, converting over their product lines. Um, and uh, just the, I guess, confidence that they're showing and the fortitude that they're, they're showing to take a bit of a risk to change things up. And, and you know what? They're, they're going to succeed. Premier today uh, in, a, in a news conference in Calgary announcing the, the relaunch down there, urging Albertans again to support local businesses, saying that they need it more than ever. Um, and, you know, when we hear this over and over again, uh, it's got to be music to your ears that that's coming from uh, all levels. But what do, you, what do you say to folks right now as well and to the, to the business community? Well, to folks, thank you for your support to the small business community. Thank you for uh, being there when they reopen. Uh, they will be there for you, and they will be there there to ensure that you're protected and that you're safe when they come in. Uh, they will, when you come in, they will do whatever they can in order to um, to uh, ensure that you are safe. Obviously, because they have a vested interest, but because uh, they know you, uh, you're their friends and neighbors. Um, and I think we all have a vested interest in this in small business staying strong, because small business owners are also the volunteers in your smaller communities. Yeah. The guys who run the, the small businesses are also the ones who coach hockey, coach baseball. Um, they work at, work uh, on a volunteer basis for the church. They're the very fabric of a, of, a small, of a small community. And in order for our small communities to have a heart, uh, that heart's small business. Yeah, and they're often the ones that are donating to your kids' teams and to the, right. to the school choir and all that sort of stuff. Ken, so good to talk to you. Thanks for this. We'll look forward to seeing the results of that survey uh, next week. Thanks for joining me. Have a fantastic weekend. Thank you, uh, thank you and uh, you as well.
All right, take care. That's Ken Cobley, who is the president and CEO of the Alberta Chamber of Commerce. If you want to read more, lots of it's really actually they have a really good uh, website. It's abchamber.ca, and you can uh, check in on some of the results of those recent surveys.